1: What up, H-Sound? Welcome to another episode of the official Dynamo Theory podcast. My name is Rudy Segura. We're back, man. Last, se- last season, last week, man, it felt a little weird being without both of y'all. Usually, at least we have one guest, but we have Christian back and Rodrigo are back. Uh, Rodrigo, how are you doing? I saw that Christian was drinking uh, a little bit of soda, it seemed. So.
2: He's like drinking over there, but I was like choking. Yeah, over yeah. But the um, just
1: like I'm first? <clears throat> Like, who do I pick on? One of them's yawning. The other one's over here
2: drinking. Which, but how you been, man? I said like coffee, man. That's a big difference. I was choking. <laughs> <laughs> other than that, I've been good, though. I've been good. You know, had a long weekend down in Houston, which, you know, it was raining over there when we got there. And now it's been raining all week over here. Like, I miss Houston, but now I don't. <laughs> Too much rain. And we Monday. actually got some flooding up here in Dallas, so that was kind of strange. Yeah, that's everybody so was weird. trying and to reach what... out to me like y'all, y'all good i'm like eh, you know on the boat
1: <laughs> that's what i was telling christian i'm like uh i had to add like dirt for the driveway and it's like i need to add grass but i can't add. well we added dirt because it was raining but i need grass because if not the dirt's gonna wash away eventually basically but because it won't stop raining i can't add grass so it's like a vicious circle it's like what the fudge but uh what about you christian man how you been how how's your uh your your word your quote-unquote word trip
0: hey yo no it was good man um how's it going everybody welcome first of all uh i've been i've been doing good man i yeah uh, last week they took us out to san antonio to a to a resort with the pool and everything so but it, it was fun you know uh two days two two or three days of like just hanging out with like you know coworkers and and just kind of friends and stuff that you make you know at work but you know some some business and then some fun on the side as well but it it was cool but i'm i'm glad i'm glad to be back with the boys Glad to talk about soccer i was able to watch a game so i think we're we're ready to get into it but i wanted to ask rodrigo i know you've been sick or you were
2: sick how are how you feeling <laughs> i'm good i'm good um you survived i don't really think i i, I survived i know damn <laughs> <laughs> no yeah no I, i've been good it didn't really hit me that hard i guess and just work from home you know like
1: uh you you were testing positive is that what it was too? me
2: yeah yeah but then my sister-in-law was like you know you could go back like within five days or after five five days i'm like oh i thought i had to test negative like no you can keep testing positive up to like two weeks and i'm like oh well damn you know that works but you know i think i was actually i was only going for five days but
1: you were working oh, from home out of the so. office.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm working from home. But she just stayed office. two weeks, bro. Just... Really? I mean, that's kind of what happened. Because then I went in four more days in the office, and then you know went to Houston. So
0: yeah, it happens. it's been a puro party, party, <laughs> <laughs> No,
1: no kidding. Hey, yeah, sex to... exhausting. Going down there though. I have something funny to tell you before we get into the. Uh... All right. Into the dynamo and all the, the boring stuff. Also,
0: hey, before you say that, I wanted to give a shout out to uh to Finn and Manny for for filling in. I know uh they did, you know, they they helped out a lot. So shout out to them. I know I've been I haven't been able to jump on with Finn in a while. I know. And I know we, we kinda miss each other when when like, you know, but you know, we'll we'll figure it out, but shout out to them.
1: So Here's my funny story for the day. Before we continue, I I, I thought it was funny, but you know me, good parent. Uh, you know, obviously, I have an Xbox right next to me, so I was decided to play a little bit of Red Dead, Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption. I can't even freaking say the damn thing. You know what that is, Christian?
0: Do you know what that game is? I think it's a guy that rides a horse. I don't know. Basically,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like it's like Grand know. Theft Auto, but like Wild, Wild West, basically. So okay. I'm playing this game and usually I bring one of my kids up here because this is, you know, it's really their room. I just kind of share it with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I get a corner here, but my daughter usually just uh, is here messing around. But this time my son wanted to come. So, of course, my son's like, un caballo. Like he just gets like fascinated <laughs> with the horse. And so I gets to the point that it's like I know he's watching this and I know this is a bad game. So in my mind, I'm like, I'm just going to roam around. Right. So I'm just literally walking around. Not, I can't do anything. Cause he just, I still sit in my lab and everything. And he's watching just this horse. And then I tell him like, Hey, you see that? And he's like, Un venado. like he sees a deer. And so of course I'm like, "Fudge it! let me go shoot this deer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so of course, like I'm walking to and i I keep telling him like where the thing is at. And he keeps saying like, there's a deer there. And I've, uh, pull out the rifle pop i hit him twice and i just hear myself like
0: tengo miedo <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> or kid was like he said he was scared he got down life, and dude. left and i thought it was funny and i was
2: like dang like well now he knows you gotta play bro. bambi for him next time
1: <laughs> bro oh, it was so God. funny i was like
0: tengo
1: I, I was like i can't do anything because they think these characters like cuss at each other or like i've killed people or whatever so i'm like Got bored though after two minutes of just doing nothing. I saw a deer and I just popped it. But anyways, like,
0: what's the what's the least establish dominance do? in front of your kid?
1: Yeah, you have to, bro. You have to. Yeah, that's like, and just like that, he became a man
0: at like three years old. <laughs> or he learned not to question you anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> next time next time he comes up to you or he doesn't like listen to you be like remember the deer bro <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: i know the next time he's, he's like a deer he's, I, if he just tengo miedo because he looks around for that <laughs> i want to like start laughing but he, anyway he's gonna look
0: at you and look at huh? you and see if you're gonna pull out a gun or something
1: since that just happened like 10 minutes ago or so i thought it was funny so wanted to go to give that that shout out for for someone it's pretty people. fresh play video games and may, and good parenting your, advice there too. Your
0: your son is gonna have a great night's sleep, let me tell you that. Yeah. He he just witnessed his dad shoot a freaking deer.
2: <laughs> Doesn't even know what real life is anymore. Yeah. No kidding. Questioning everything. Really Questioning like. everything. But guys, we got
1: to uh this weekend going into the dynamo game. Um 1-1 draw against Colorado Rapids. I think most of us expected them to either lose. Well, I take that back. Most of us thought they were going to lose. Rodrigo said that he thought they were going to win. <laughs> it was close. I really was thinking maybe a draw, but I was too scared to put a draw. And uh, that's what ended up happening. And to be fair, though, it literally came like the last, basically the last second of the match, which you know it, it was kind of a good ending per se for the the team even though they look, in my opinion a little flat but we'll start with uh, you christian man your thoughts on the game um just the overall and, and what it meant to get that draw at uh at in colorado
0: well i think i mean it's pretty obvious what i'm going to say but i think it's worth saying but it's um what it meant it meant that we haven't we didn't lose <laughs> right like we, we needed, we needed something. We needed points. We needed some some kind of substance to to kind of say that we're still alive. And I think everybody, obviously, at this point in time, everybody's pretty much negative into in what the Dynamo can offer. I mean, you look at them, and, and there's not really a good. I mean, even Nagamura would say like, there's not players for him to to play. Like, there's not a team, a full eleven that he can like put on the field. To play and and I think we were all expecting especially in a way game against Colorado who tends to be a tricky game you know you you never know what they're going to bring to the table but they're all like usually against the Houston Dynamo they're usually pretty good and and this time around they they were you know they were not great but they weren't like bad either you know they they play a pretty good game I think it was a even matchup and I think that the scoreline kind of reflected that you know like uh a one-one, it's I think is the most fair way to to end this match. You know, Colorado kind of kept the momentum going towards the beginning. And I think obviously giving that red card towards the end, uh, which I think the Dynamo, honestly, in my opinion, could could have exploited that before, um, because you know, sitting here in my head, you know, I saw all their, I think it was their center back and their right. Back both got yellow cards at one point in time, kind of early in the game, and I was thinking, you know uh and then in the second half when you to bringing in fafa, play him on that left side, kind of let them you know let them run wild, and get some fouls, get a yellow card, get that extra yellow card, you know, have them play kind of safe and and now I was just waiting for Mura to make those uh substitutions he did I think they were kind of late i I didn't like the substitutions, I usually don't it's not that I don't agree with him. But sometimes, like, I can understand why he makes substitutions. And I know a lot of people, you know, complain about, you know, him bringing in, def- like, more defenders into the field to, like, protect a, a score line. And, you know, most people want to be more attacking. And they're like, oh, why don't you bring in a- another winger and stuff like that. But I'm at the point that, you know, honestly, I stopped looking at Twitter because it was doing me harm. So I, I just kind of, you know, try to stay to my opinions. and And I saw what he was doing. And I understood what he was doing at one point in time. But then also, and like on the other side, I was like, you know, we need to get moving. We need to get the substitutions in. We need to start pressuring more. more. Uh, taking out Coco, you know, I think that was a bad move, in my opinion. I Honestly, I did not know why that was. I actually asked uh, Nagamura in the press conference afterwards, and he told me it was a tactical move because he felt that uh, – I think i th- he said he needed more power from them taking on the on the wings, and he felt like by taking out Coco, putting memo towards the middle and then bringing it i think faFA came in was gonna bring him a little bit of more uh, power on the wings uh in my opinion, it was too late first of all, and then it was the wrong move. I think memo should have probably gone out uh memo was kind of lost, but at the end of the day. To, to kind of close it down, let you guys talk. I think a 1-1 was a fair, uh, as a fair draw. And and it was only because, you know, they went down to 10 men and we just continued to push them the last 10 minutes. So I'm happy we got a point. It kind of keeps us alive for, a you know, a, a playoff run in a way. But honestly, looking at the schedule, you know, it seems difficult, but you can never, you know, call yourself out. Because if not, then, you know, why are you in this game? To lose? No. You know, you're in this game to get some points. So just keep pushing, keep pressing on, and we'll see what we can get.
1: Yeah. I think the only thing I was going to mention before letting Rodrigo, you know, go for it and, and, and give his thoughts was just the fact that the the substitution I'm with you, we were kind of like, man, how come like Intero's not in yet? You know, stuff like that. But it kind of worked yeah. out because they got that tie and goal. So it, it, it is what it is. And Rodrigo, apart from the highlight, which to me was my favorite highlight, was uh, Griffin Dorsey just giving in in the nuts, man, <laughs> and just, like, throwing himself and tackling uh, the uh, the Colorado guy. It was pretty funny. and got a yellow for that. But, uh, yeah, Rodrigo your thoughts on the game, man.
2: So, full disclosure, you know, um, I only got to watch literally the, I guess, the best part of the game, which was the last 15 minutes, um, and then just watched the highlights of the overall game. So, my assessment is probably not the – the clearest on this, you know, because I look at a lot of stats as well. But, you know, the last of two minutes, obviously, you know, they got the red car, what, maybe 80th minute, I think. Yeah, 80. Um yeah. Or so. But, you know, even before um, the red car happened, Dynamo was already picking up the pace. You know, they were already, you know, looking for spaces and pushing more. Um I feel like it was, you know – being a little bit biased but i feel like whether with the red or not i feel like that goal was gonna happen and um you know as as the as the game continued and then the red card happened i was like okay this is probably our chance and we had two or three clear ones that should have been a goal um i believe there was one that he was off size and that should have been a tying goal and then obviously you know we got that yeah um of course of course and then for the highlight reel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> after that, you know, Sebas with that, you know, he's a finisher. Like yeah. every time he, he can get, you know, a foot on the ball, it's it's been scoring some pretty nice goals. But overall, I feel like I'm not like on Christian's side of like, let's compete, let's push, you know, push for the playoffs. I kind of feel like we're done for that. Like at this point in time, Let's just start playing better and winning games. Yes. You know, you don't want to lose every single game or, you know, get draws, but even a draw would be even helpful just to make sure that this team is kind of playing better. But playoffs, I mean, there's what, eight games left, 24 points. You know, here's the question for y'all. Out of 24 points, do we get more than 12 or less than 12?
1: Christian, you can answer
2: that,
0: man. I mean, I haven't even looked at the schedule, but I'm going to say less.
2: Yeah. I'm playing think it's kind of sad. three LA teams. <laughs> yeah, you're playing yeah, it's gonna be rough. LAFC
1: twice. You're playing Galaxy. You're I'm playing Minnesota. Twice. You're playing New England Revolution. You're Sounders, playing again, huh?
2: Sounders.
1: Yeah, you play Sounders.
2: Yeah. You play C-
1: You played Nashville. Yeah. it. You know what you're saying is right. In the we had lost four straight games, man. If it would have kept going, I guess much as I believe that Nagamura should, you know, continue and get a second year just to, because I feel that he does substitute, not substitution, but he, he, because um, if not, I'm going to say completely the opposite of Christian said, but I do believe that his tactics or you know, tactical awareness is good and the adjustment he makes are good. But if we just uh, end up losing another uh, fifth game and, you know, it would have been bad. And if we continue, we know we're going to lose more games like we're not yeah. winning the rest of the game. So, you know, if you are Nagamura and you continue to lose games, it's going to be very difficult for people to give you that chance again, if that makes sense. Right. Like it doesn't matter how good the team looks or not. Whether, obviously, we know that the ugliest game they've had was that, you know, really bad loss against Philadelphia. But overall, the team has never looked super bad. But they did look pretty flat against Colorado. That's the only thing. And and it's like, you know, he had uh, uh, Darwin Quintero on the bench. He had Fafa on the bench. So it it made you feel a little better when you'd look, probably he looked back and was like, well, I still have a little bit of you know, ammo if I need it, which at the end of the day did work, but there's really nothing there, man. And, and so he needs time to build that roster to what he needs. Otherwise, yeah, it's not pretty. And, whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, I
2: understand, you know, building the, the roster, it's obviously the best thing he needs, not just buying any player, but players he can work with and players that are going to stay. But I feel the biggest thing I've noticed and, you know, I was kind of trying to, mentioned it in in the group chat we have going on that the conditioning to me seems poor you know and i know billy's like oh well when we see them train it's open to the media they don't do much conditioning but yes at this point in the season if you're conditioning your players or you know running you know just running your players you're going to wear them out so obviously now it's pointless because you know you you have three four days to prepare for a game and if you're spending time running and you know wasting players' um, stamina or, you know, get them fatigued for the weekend, then obviously that's not doing any good to anyone. But watching, you know, Sebas, how he sometimes runs in 15 minutes, especially, we we get it. You know, it's hot in Houston. Humidity takes a toll on you. But he looks winded at times. Herrera, you know, same thing. I I understand he came in halfway through Mm -hmm. the season, but he seems winded. Even the players that have been here for a while. I feel like they're, they're not running at what they should be running at. So I feel like, like overall, you know, him having a full preseason with the team he expects to have for next season, I feel like the main thing he needs to work on, as, part, as um, apart from tactics, is conditioning, just so everybody can at least run the full 90. I think this is why we see this defensive substitutions, because we try to go up and attack with the defense, and then coming back, you know, we're just sprinting back, trying to defend. Um, and at, at that point, your players are, you know, <laughs> dying out there, you know, that you have to sub out your wing backs. You have to make some adjustments. And to me, I think that's the biggest thing I've, I've seen from this team that could improve.
1: Well, I have two things that uh, Christian can build on. One is. In my, you know, observation, it seems like actually, i is being asked to do a lot of things, man. You know, he's kind of like all over the pitch. And it's not like he's doing a bad job, but he's, I feel like he's just doing too much that sometimes he's like not, you know, in the position he needs to be. That's one that obviously, you know, and it's, no, it doesn't matter how fast you are, you're not going to get to the other side of the field, right? And then we've seen him kind of play. Sometimes show up randomly on the wing and doing a lot of stuff. Uh, like I said, a little too much. That's one thing. And second, just to what Rodrigo said, usually, especially you know, in, in in youth and stuff like that, you know, when you know you're not talented, usually the conditioning they make you condition because they say, you know, even if we suck, basically, no one's gonna beat us physically and stuff like that. And, I mean, now. granted, it's not the same professional. You, like, you in in year one, you're trying to build, you know, your tactics and and your the approach for the game. But I mean, that's one thing that they can work on. The but rest, honestly.
2: Of the I'm sorry <laughs> to interrupt you, but honestly, it is the same professionally. I mean, have you seen, you know, what they call this, like, uh, Tottenham's coach um, uh, content the. Conte preseason. Oh, God. Like, every player he's gonna be like nah, I know, but every. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys. <laughs> um but you know, like that, like everybody's it's intense, you know, everybody is completely like worn out. And I think that's the preseasons we need. And this is physically, you know, running. Um even just watching. Preseason here that we got to watch the Juve versus Barca, after every player was subbed out, they did sprints on the field. Um, you know, at the end of the game, they did sprints. And I feel like, yeah, when you're playing, growing up, playing college level high school, uh, maybe high school not so much, but college level, you just do the same thing. You know, you run a lot, especially in preseason. And then in season, you just, you kind of have to maintain your running by – Doing your own thing, and that's what the professionals do as well. Yeah. You know, they don't. Yeah. They tell you like this is what you're supposed to do. Obviously, it's recommended you do it. If not, you're just gonna. um And I mean, not being that's something we've talked about
1: so much about how teams that are not even, you know, like Minnesota came and just spanked us. You know, or someone that comes from like a, you know, of I guess of better weather or, or not as hot weather, and they come over here and just outpace us and everything, but. Yeah, Christian, your thoughts on that, and and of uh, Acha Acha maybe doing a little bit too much.
0: Yeah, I have a lot of thoughts. I have six th- six things that I pointed out oh, we're going to can talking help me. Hours, out. guys. Yeah, they and I think and I think they're worth talking about because they all pertain to to the to the game that we watched, to the team that we're trying to build, and like the future, right? But uh, going into uh, Acha, I have well, let me add that to it because I didn't have it. So that's seven things um so i to, yes i i agree uh he's been asked i think a lot of people see him as the savior when he in reality is just you know one more piece to the team you know when it comes to soccer unfortunately you know unless you're messy th- like it's kind of hard for you to do everything you know messy Messi creates uh messy scores messy passes messy does everything i chat to, like he's a very good player he's a very good role player to what he's asked for him to do. And I think he does it perfectly. I think he's like a, like a, a higher or like a better goal. And, and I think they're both could be at the same level at one point in time. I love having those two guys in the, in the midfield. I think when we have those two guys in the midfield, like we are great. And then if you add, you know, like a, like a better, like a better player that can give you something more attacking. Because you guys know how I feel about Quintero, right? But I, I don't think Quintero is cutting it for us. I mean, even you know, kind of going into that topic. That's one of my topics. Going about you know, going to Quintero. Quintero had came in and you know he he's fancy when he plays, but at some points in times like you he's he gets too fancy and he loses the ball in places that leaves the whole team like you know going forward, pushing and one, forward, and, the and then. Spot. Yeah, and then bad touch, and then you know we just talked about conditioning. You know that's an, another point. You know we came from a month and a half of I think it was a month and a half tops of a preseason. Like that's not a proper preseason for a professional soccer team. And 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 then to add to that, it was a new coach, new players, new everything. So it it was just you know it was a as my my favorite curse word is a clusterfuck. So it was a clusterfuck that just kind of game everything together. You know, bad preseason, new coach, players that maybe didn't come in, even though Quintero said he did come in better than last year. And a lot of people have said that, you know, he looks a lot better than when he was with Tab Ramos. So Quintero. And then he had three balls. I don't know if you guys remember, but he would get them on one side of the field that he tried to cross it or like across, and he missed all three of them. And then left the team like kind of like, slumped because you know everybody was just waiting in the box for a corner for a cross coming from one of the sides but he instead decided to like cross the ball to the other side of the field and it wouldn't get there and then you know he just left kind of you know all weird you know in the field that was another thing uh Sebas you guys mentioned Sevas. I mean 10 goals with this team that's amazing like I mean imagine if he had proper service which is something that we've been talking about since the beginning of time imagine if he had proper service let me mention that Baird played the whole 90 minutes Baird who did not I think he had like 40 touches I don't know I'm making that made up that number I didn't even see him
1: the whole first half bro
0: it, 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 like, we we played with 10 the whole entire game. You know, no disrespect, but, like, yeah. we literally, like, it felt like that. It felt yeah. like we played with 10 the whole game. And I feel like Dorsey had, like, he was getting beat like crazy. Dorsey was getting beat. And yeah. it was something that we were talking about in our chat group. Like, he was getting his ass whooped by Lewis. Yeah. And, and I don't think, I think Lewis is good. You said, wait,
2: wait, 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 you Go said ahead. 40 touches? I don't Try know. Try half. I are you serious? Touches. Well there you <laughs> go. He played 21.
0: ninety, ninety minutes. Ninety minutes. Let me and he's an attacking player who mm-hmm. should be getting the ball a lot, a lot, a lot, right? But you know, we were playing with 10, and then that forced Corey Bear to do
2: double the work because not only he was uh, Dorsey uh, go ahead. It says player fact. Uh, Carl Barrett had the least touches, 21 of any outfield player to play 90 minutes. <laughs> there you go. Well, yeah.
0: there you go. The stats, if you're a stat person, there you go. If you're a visual person, I'm telling you what I saw, right? He sucks. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> he. It's just that he's not He's not good for this team. Maybe he's better somewhere else. But in this team, he's not cutting in because that left Dorsey with a like a whole lot of work to do. Going back and forth, attacking, defending, and unfortunately, every time he was like defending, he was already tired or whatever it may be, and he was getting beat. I mean, I'm gonna say something that I don't think we have said this whole entire year, but thank God Parker was there. Parker had probably one of his best, one of his best games. Honestly, I think he might have been one of the highest rated on, on Mob. I don't know. I'm just speaking out of my ass he did too. Have right?
1: two, he had two pretty good saves, right? Know? He yeah, played a good game, he did, he even did.
0: Stairs had a good game too. Like, our two center backs I mean, played a became game.
1: like he was the one that got the assist for uh for, go. a for the goal, man. I mean, he went a out goal there. last
0: a game fan. and an assist yeah. this game.
1: He's yeah, on fire, man. MVP, and, right there.
0: And then, to kind more... of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so I talked about Quinteros, and I talked about Sebas, I talked about Baird, I talked about the one month conditioning, I talked about Achache. Let me mention Vera. Uh, I think. I'm ready to move on from Vera. I agree. I, I love Vera. And like you guys know that I've been his number one fan since the beginning of time. But I think he, he's he been on a decline the, the past, this year, honestly. I yeah. I think he was pretty good these past few years. But like this is year four. And honestly, I'd rather have Green Dar- Seren in the field before I have Vera. And yeah. I think Seren is not as maybe as more. I think Vera brings a little bit more Sophisticatedness—I don't know—that's a word—but yeah. he brings that in. It's más sofisticado yeah. when he gets the ball back. Serena is more like, I'm like, yeah, to hit, hit you first. Yeah. We've been talking yeah, about exactly. This. But he has have, heart. If you know? we're
1: gonna have Ace and, Co- and Coco, which are like you mentioned on, you know, they're similar players. They're not like ball winning, uh, you know, midfielders. Yes. and we need someone like that. You know, bet a better. Love him, but with the, you know, incorporation of of Ache Ache, you you really don't need Veda as a starter especially, which is sad to say, I mean, he was in the, you know, team MVP. Uh, The guy plays very well. He's a good – he's what you need to link the defense to the attacking. But right now, he's definitely out of place. Um, We need someone more physical, and whether that be – Set in, like you mentioned. I mean, maybe you've just seen set in more often the rest of the season. But next year, you know, getting an actual a true ball winner, you know, a uh, a physical defensive midfielder that can help out and and be able to win that ball because we know Ache Achi, I mean, he's all right, and so is Coco. But that's not their main thing, you know. You don't yeah. you don't get them to what they call it, the, like the destroyer, right? Like a a number five in, in Latin America, right? Like somebody mm-hmm. they can just go out there. And intercept passes and just feed it to uh, Coco and Nachiache. I agree with that, man. It hurts my it hurts my soul, man. Yeah, because uh, better, yeah, he's one of my he was fan favorite for sure.
0: Yeah, and also one last thing, uh, I know that you know um, what Rodrigo said about about the playoffs. I don't I, honestly, I don't think we're gonna make the playoffs. what I meant by keeping, it's like keeping the hope alive. You know, just. It's like oh well at least we have something to look forward to. You know, I don't think we're going to make it either way, but it just kinda, it makes it fun to watch because you're like, you know, if we win, we still have a chance even though we don't, you know, like it kind of come it keeps you excited, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, just, we're kind of watching with a little bit of excitement. Not, we're yeah. not LAFC that qualified already with like 10 games, yeah. ago, you know.
0: Fuck those guys.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I agree, man. I think till they need to continue to play and you know, there's a lot of noise out there that says how Nagamura lost the team and how they don't care and And I mean, this game showed you exactly the opposite. I mean, and I think we've seen this before, right? Like the guys actually are working hard. It just hadn't, they hadn't caught a break in the last four games, five games, or whatever. And this game, at least, again, last second, technically last second, as soon as he scored, the game was over, which is crazy. But it's like it happened, and it was good to see. You know the reaction from the guys, knowing that you know we worked really, really hard and we finally got to cut a break. Whether people say, "Well, it's because they had one less man," doesn't matter. I agree with you know. I don't know if Rodrigo or you said it, but um, yeah, they they looked like they were gonna get that goal, but at the same time, it was like on the we were. I was telling you guys, I'm like, I just don't see where it's gonna come from because it was just yeah. they they were parking the bus at that time, and you just didn't see a spark till. Stettis went up there and became the Superman he is. Goddamn
0: it! Is <laughs> <laughs> that baby power?
1: Yeah. Oh, them. Baby. That's another thing too. Everybody has a freaking kid, like a newborn. Yeah, Steve Clark with a newborn. You have uh, Adam Lunk is with a newborn. Yes, Stettis with a newborn. Christian with a newborn. Like everybody got a newborn, right?
2: <laughs> team's not playing well. <laughs> I guess you got to do something else. <laughs>
0: you, you you gotta you gotta play well somewhere else. yeah and also you know since we we talked about tactics and stuff like that i i i really liked which i a lot of people don't like didn't like it or i don't know if they did or not but the whole taking out dorsey and lindy out and bringing in junqua and uh and what's his other face uh the brazilian guy like a, like a, hey. i think i think that brought in a new like como nuevo idea, like a new win to the team well know, especially like
1: because league. that that's one thing we've noticed that you know Nagamore is big fun of of using those guys to go up and down the field so it, it's understandable because at times we turn into you know basically a five in the back with really one of our one of our midfielders just sitting deep you know in between the center backs. Which, funny enough, Quintero basically became that, you know, towards like the last minutes of that game. Quintero was the one playing further back compared to everybody else in between the two center backs or basically whoever they pulled back. Because I think at the end of the game, they ended up dropping like Seca and Dorsey, or yeah, Seca and Jonquil back. And uh, Quintero was the one, like you said, hitting, kind of trying to change the field and had a couple bad misses either. He played it too short or too long, but it worked out at the end of the day. They got an equalizer, which is important to get on the road. Um, but now we look forward to this weekend that we're going to be facing against Minnesota. Uh, we don't have to get too much into it. Um, but, you know, Minnesota's doing well. They've kind of looked a little iffy, you know, since the last time we played them. Um, but they're still, you know, <laughs> obviously higher than the table that we are. There's, There's only one. One team that is worse than us and that's Sporting KC and the table, which is kind of depressing that we're going to kind of end on the low side of the spectrum. But, you know, Rodrigo, your thoughts on on this match against Minnesota and obviously in a way game, it's a national televised game, you know, kind of like all eyes on me type of thing. But what do you think uh, we're going to see, you know, from the Dynamo or even if you want to say your your prediction, man, so early on, go for it, too.
2: I mean there there's not much to say at this point against Minnesota. You know, we we saw how we we played against them at home, which honestly that game we should have won. Um, you know, we're we're seeing this um partnership of center backs now um Stetis and Parker, which at first it didn't seem that appealing, especially I think the first game they played together was against Philly and even before the game we're like, "Oh, crap this is gonna be bad and yep (laughs) it sure was bad but after that it it seems like they've been you know they picked it up with each other they you know had he's been out um
1: well and that's good that you mentioned him because uh, teenage you know what was we don't you know clearly he's been showing in the injury report uh we hope that maybe there's nothing else other than that but we have both thor and you know teenage out and those guys that have been kind of crucial to our, our team. Right. I mean, I don't know if that's a true, you know, if you guys agree with my statement, but at least they've been getting plenty of minutes, you
0: know?
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, and I mean, and that's kind of what I, I brought it up with the teenage being out for the what, last four games. I feel like this last two games, um, both Seris and Parker have really performed probably their best um, this season. I feel like maybe moving forward, that seems like the right move. Um maybe it could be, you know, a language barrier with so many people from different countries and languages that they don't speak, you know, fluent English to understand certain things. Because I feel like when Parker is just there by himself with Seca, teenage.
0: um, With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever.
2: When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, You know, it feels like he's kind of trapped, and he doesn't even know what to do because he can't maybe <laughs> communicate that well. No, I mean he can't communicate Imagine that well <laughs> with Seca.
0: A, a Brazilian, a Brazilian, a white boy, a Zimbabwe—I don't know how you say—and I was just say African, Simba an Mawe. African,
2: yeah. <laughs> and, and then and then Lundi, you know, from Sweden, you're like God, like so many languages. Yeah, and then in front of you, you have another probably Hispanic. And then an Argentinian. Yeah. <laughs> <You have> a, <laughs> like literally, if five a Mexican five different calling languages. people
1: way, you have Mati calling people boludos. <laughs> and I don't know what Panamanians call each other, but it'd be something goofy too. But
2: that's yeah, so good. I mean, you know, we're seeing this new, I guess, partnership that moving forward looks maybe that could be the partnership that's going to go through the end of the season. Um, maybe put a Bartlow in there in the mix. If teenage is not coming back, who knows what the situation there is. But against Minnesota, I feel like if they can stay strong in the back, we have a chance of maybe getting one point out of it. Other than that, offensively, you know, like you guys just mentioned, there's no creation in the midfield, especially when you have Baird in there. Um, If you don't start Quintet or somebody that can actually – Move the ball a little bit better, create more opportunities. I feel like it's going to be hard for us to even reach the goal. It might be another lonely night for Sebas if he's going to be, you know, on top and just get one or two touches the whole game, and we're just not going to control the ball as much. Christian, I think you want. To no, add yeah, something? yeah. I was going to ask
0: you. I don't know if you have it at hand, Rudy. I'll give you, some, but that list of the contracts that are going to be up this season.
1: I don't let know me Look it up. You that you up. Keep rambling.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Real quick. I'll, I'll ramble rambles. Um Let me see. What can we ramble all about? Let me pull up. oh Let me talk about well, Minnesota. OK, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> you have something to say.
2: <laughs> no, no. Go ahead. I, I thought I, at the top of my head, I kind of knew. I know it's Quintero has gone. Basically, his contract's up. Right. Yeah. Sedan is up. Um I... Would you keep set in though? Well, a part of that is just the the list that
1: I had was pretty good because it showed like whose contract is completely out and then who has an option. Mm-hmm. So basically, you know, they can, can play another year. year. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Lundy was one of them. Let me keep looking. Probably you can keep
2: talking. Yeah, yeah. You, you can just. So type let, let, in let me there. You let's, know that, right?
0: yeah us let's, let's go ahead and talk about set in. Um, would you guys keep set in? Like not, I think he, he he might have an option. He's not making it. a so, lot of
2: money, so I, I don't. Baird know. It's an option. in out of contract. It's like looking Lundy option. Fafa option. Uh, Quintero okay. option. Memo option. Status is out of contract, and Sarek is an option. I think I only
0: two two names that. Where stuck. did you where did you find that,
1: keep... that so that people can look at it? Uh, uh, is it MLSPA? Is that where you found that, Rodrigo?
2: <laughs> it's what you shared on um, our chat. Oh, you, found,
1: <laughs> you found the link. <laughs> I, no, I didn't even think of looking there. My bad.
0: <laughs>
2: uh, like I um, you. you shared it. Um, but and I mean, out of all those players, I think Lundy well, is the only clear option. Yeah. And you have to remember. Other than that, or, Fafa like, wanted to leave. He seemed upset. I don't know. Who did? What happened there, Fafa? Oh yeah. You know, and I, I feel like he doesn't fit the system. Bear just doesn't seem like. Well, you know he what? Before, fit, period. Before we improve, jump in fully on yeah. that,
1: just to finish up the Minnesota, what is your uh, scoreline prediction? And we'll come back to this.
2: Minnesota. I might change this depending on. <laughs> hey, that's no, fine. I There's time. Right? Um, I'm going to say we're probably going to lose 2 1. You stole 2-1. my prediction.
1: That sounds about yeah. right. Oh, I see. I guess bummer. I didn't hit the
0: link. Um, it's going to be another bu- – no, it's not, you know what? It's not going to be a bummer. It's not going to be like a like a 1-1 and then we lose at the end. I think Minnesota is going to play a really good game. They're going to score two on us, and then we're going to be able to get one back towards the end, and then we're going to struggle to, like, tie it up. But I think Minnesota is going to do a really good game, and they're going to beat us fair and square. I'm Bro, I hate the – here i go rant are you
2: describing the liverpool menu game
0: yes i hate i hate the narrative i hate the narrative of we suck like i hate like i hate when people say that i hate when like oh we fucking suck we we're gonna lose again it's like there's there's ways to lose man like why does the, every game that we lose has to be like why do we have to lose without dignity bro like
2: you can be because uh, here like, people just care if you win or lose there's yeah, no in between yeah, that's,
0: <laughs> that's why that's why they want to freaking bring bring the penalties like yeah, doing people don't makes
2: understand that nagamura actually has tactics and he does he does you know his Preach. methods are yeah. improving quote-unquote the team or well, at least the players who Planning on keeping.
0: Oh yeah, I think people don't understand this as sock like foot like football like football. You know, as the British say, like this is football. Like we tie, bro, and and it's okay to tie. It's okay to like you know shake hands and be like, okay, you know, it's even game. You scored two, I scored two. It is what it is. Here we go. We share points. You know, like that happens. You don't have to win every time. You don't have to lose every time. Like it just happens. But I think whenever you lose, sometimes like. It doesn't have to be, like, like we suck. we lo- Like, we lose because we suck. Like, sometimes, you, yeah, I mean, obviously, you don't lose because you're good. But, like, sometimes it just happens. Like, you know, they get lucky. And, and soccer is not about Everything luck, goes your way sometimes. Well, it is about yeah. luck. Like, yeah. But, like, soccer is not uh, – a lot of the times it's not about, like, skills either. Because, like, sometimes you can be fucking, like, Barcelona, and you can lose 1-0 to El Che, El- El- and and they scored, you know, they had one shot on goal and they scored. And Barcelona had 80, 87 shots on goal, but the goalkeeper was filling himself. And, you know.
2: You're, you're going to get our sad. Italian brothers mad, man. That's basically what happened to them to qualify for the World Cup. They had yeah, like 30 shots I mean, on goal and they only got scored one and that's it. They're that's out. a good game too. I yeah.
0: Like
2: I guess and, Mar- and now, Macedonia.
0: N- n- North Macedonia. can knows the putas está. They're in the World and Cup they're and they're in the North side the Macedonia. <laughs> yeah, it's right above Macedonia. <laughs> it's right on top of South Macedonia.
1: Yeah, but no, you're right, and that's you know obviously we, I think it was before we started recording that I was just pointing out how like you know the Michael Arteta thing. You know, it's different to compare you know those big historic <laughs> clubs, but to me is the just the the principle of allowing a new coach to, you know, settle in into the club and, and start his process. If it wasn't, I mean, look at them now, you know, they, they, well, look at last season, they started with three, you know, losses. I think they had scored zero goals and like had taken in like nine or 10 goals that everybody and their mama wanted him out. And now, right now they're winning, you know, they were pretty close of getting top four last season. Now, and now, they're top of the league and people are asking to stop the count so they can be crown champions. And who knows what, you know, 20, 30 games, or sorry, 30 something games from now it's going to happen, but it's just a part of letting the process go. And I think people need to understand that from the very beginning, this was, you know, always going to be the thing. It was going to be a new regime taking over and allowing somebody to grow. And so people kind of go on ballistics and that lunatic fringe uh you know
0: started yeah. losing their freaking mind man and you know what's sad that next year is not going to be any different like we are still in building like this year is like the worst year it should be the worst year next year with a with a better idea and better players uh we should do a little bit better we should maybe but, aspire for more
1: and this is this but, is but when rodrigo's gonna be question another. comes into mind what was that question you told or you said rodrigo I don't know if you remember that you mentioned, like, if Nagamura basically wins the championship or takes us, like, would people still want him out? at Something like that. I don't know if you remember your right. question. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: No, I mean, that's basically it. You know, if, if we were to win all the games for the rest of the season and we make the playoffs and he, you know, plays pretty shitty overall as far as tactics, the team plays not bad, but they get the win and they somehow win – Um, the championship, I mean, wouldn't you want to be like, we need a better coach, even though we won, we're, you know, there's no creativity, there's no anything, but people are going to be like, no, we won, you know, let them stay. Keep them, yeah. Sorry we doubted you. I I don't know. I mean, and, you know, like, we're kind of talking offline here, you know, Chivas was playing, they played the quote-unquote best team of the tournament so far, which is Mondefe, and they beat them 1-0, (laughs) <laughs> and they beat them 1-0 but like the the coaching staff you know this is basically where they were a year ago where they were going through so many coaches had interim well the same in, interim or whatever we call them um twice between the periods of like let's fire a coach you're the next guy up let's fire let's get another coach oh mm-hmm. we fire him let's bring this guy back up until they finally decided to Get uh, I think it was um a coach from the second Academy second division team or whatever, um and he he had been doing well with that team. He's a not a, a coach that has ever done any first um first league coaching. You know, same thing as Nagamura has never done first team coaching, and he ended the season qualifying for the playoffs and they're getting um, eliminated. Played. Well, but then they started the season with literally zero wins in eight games, six draws, and now the team is actually playing better. Yeah, and I feel like Nagamura is going to be in the same place. You know, it's it's they they're finally trusting a coach to just let lets this process go and not just lose our heads and fire him. And so far, it looks like seeing how they've been playing the last few games. A team that you know is gonna go pretty far, and I feel like Nagamura needs the same kind of uh, chance. Which I know the front office is probably most likely gonna give him, unless he literally loses eight games in a row. Other than that, I feel like we're just gonna. And I think it's funny
1: because, like, just looking back, you know, one one thing that me and Christian would always get into was like Tav Ramos, right? Whether you live him like another year and give him time, and if he sucks after ten games, cut him. But my my issue that I would always and Christian you remember this exactly, man. My issue was I didn't see anything good when Todd was here. Like we did, we get lucky some games and stuff like that, and we did have better players. But there was not tactical awareness. It seemed like it was like playing the same lineup. I mean, we we we've beat this horse enough that we should have never seen Tim Parker. Uh what's it called? Play 34 games. You know, they it's, there's rotations that just never happen. Nagamura is in the other spectrum because we've talked about how what 23 games and it's like basically none have been exactly the same lineup, basically. So it is I think it's in work in progress, but I feel like there's definitely better, like a higher ceiling to where Nagamura can be and take us compared to what we had in the past. But if you just cut Nagamura, it's basically starting over. And with that, I'll transition into the, the options that we're talking about. So we had uh, Corey Baird. He has an option. So basically, the team can decide to pick him up for another year. Uh, yeah, what's up?
0: No, I'm sorry. Just one other thing, because I know people, they like they want an experienced coach. But I just want to say that even with an experienced coach, like that coach is not going to take you far if he doesn't have a good group of players. Therefore, you know, we need a a rebuild when it comes to players, not just the coach. The coach, like he can – like a a coach at the end of the day, like all they do is like bring either – you can be a tactical coach or or a player's coach. You know, like a lot of coaches are not great tactically. They're just a people guy, and they, they, you know, put the fire in the players to play well, and but they're not really good tactically. That's why they have a whole staff. Yeah. But if you don't have the players to play well, even – Tactically or with the passion, like if you don't have any of those, like y- you stuck,
1: it, you know what I mean? It's also depends on like just understanding the players you have. we you know, we even talked about yeah. Cabrera. Cabrera yeah. knew that my team, like it's just a counter attack team. You know, I have Aver yeah. I have Kyoto, I have Manotas, that's what we're gonna do. And he lived and died with that system because yeah. that's what he had. When Tavramos yeah. Ramos comes in, he has the same setup, you know, apart from maybe losing Kyoto. And he said, no, we're going to play tiki-taka. And it's like, bro, it doesn't, it's not going to function here. Not the year one. You're going to have to wait a couple Mm -hmm. years till you build your roster. And, you know, clearly he was just stuck in one setup. Now, you know, obviously we lose that explosive attacking, you know, between Manotas and Elise, So Nagamura comes in and it's very flat, you know, a flat team. You had a couple pieces. But not necessarily exactly what you want. I mean, we still, you know, game, what is it, game 27 coming up or 26 coming up? And we still are talking about that wing we need. Like, we have, haven't have gotten a wing. We we removed Tyler Pascher on the equation just because, you know, it got to the point that it's like, we're not picking him, might as well get rid of him. So it's like,
0: just, we yeah. need a wing so bad that the Dynamo are about to get a sponsorship from Pluckers just to get wings somehow. Like, that's how bad. Yeah, Winnie for wins. real,
1: man. Get some, <laughs> someone. Get wing stuff, man. Get some. Uh, uh, my <laughs> favorite, <laughs> Mangovernero, man. Get something out there, Jesus. <laughs> but, but yeah. So, you know, looking at the team now, y- you know, you guys mentioned uh, like the contracts and stuff. So yeah, Corey Baird. I hope that he's not back. <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure he. We shouldn't see him back. Christian would really won't be here if if Corey Baird is oh, back. Man. We're gonna.
0: I'll, qu- I'll quit if <laughs> Baird comes back. I'll quit my life. Yeah.
1: Then you have Sedan out of contract. He's one that they could. The good thing is, like, you know, whenever people are out of contract or have options, you can always either completely decline their option or, or just, uh, you know, let the contract expire, let them be in free agency and always try to resign them for less, right? I think that's kind of the plan. And I'm with you, man. Sedan, I wouldn't mind having Sedan back. Um, then you have Adam Lundy. He's another guy has an op- option. He could technically. I could see them declining it and maybe trying to get, like, a cheaper contract for him. But who knows, no. you know? Um, I, Fasa, I, I, yeah.
0: Honestly, I wouldn't be mad. Sorry. I wouldn't be mad keeping Lundy and bringing better, like, a competitor for his for sure, position. For sure. Like, bring a, bring a guy who's going to fight him. Because I don't think Junqua is a competitor enough to compete yeah. for the spot, personally. But no yeah, offense no, to Junqua.
2: I don't think you're really going to. Get rid of him just because he's what the second captain? Oh, yeah, First
1: he's captain? a captain. and I mean, of, yeah.
2: he plays well. He's yeah. a bit consistent. I, don't, yeah, I agree. I don't think I agree. He would want to
1: do that. I mean, like him. I said, the only thing is if if you decline, just had op- a
2: kid, bro. You're trying to
0: you're trying to cut him. You're trying <laughs> to Floyd. Oh, what an what an asshole, dude!
1: I, I, I'm <laughs> no. no, I'm not saying not to get him. I'm saying like you decline the option. That means you like basically really you're out a the new contract. Content. Yeah, are such an asshole, bro. <laughs> Wait, there's like a couple people here that have just had kids, bro. So then we have uh Darwin Quintero. I, I know Christian's gonna say he doesn't want him back. I personally I'd be all right if he's not here. Like if he walks, I trust that they'll you know, they'll he's get a, someone else. He's um, a
0: thirty thirty five year old attacking mid that doesn't run. Yeah. And whenever he makes a mistake, he gets mad like a little girl, and he. Pouts. I mean,
1: we know we know he he's the creative guy. He definitely is the one that provides the spark. But yeah, but but there's
0: they, a gazillion creative myths out there in the we world. We just sh- gotta find one. Oh, I was on, guessing, guys. it's
1: not even that. We need somebody that can be exploited. You know, like exploit the wings or exploit.
0: Yeah, like this guy
1: attacking. He's you big. don't. <laughs>
0: Leaving people out of work and then exploiting people. Jesus Christ, bro! No. Really.
1: Hey, we want <laughs> to work for you. Qatar <laughs> here, Qatar. Perfect. Shout out, to,
0: shout out to shout out to FIFA at 2020. Yeah, shout out to the World Cup.
1: Um, then you have Memo has an option. I like Memo. I would keep him. I, I would decline that option and maybe renegotiate re- a new contract. I think he's a he's a squad player. I mean, you still need those. You know, you really are looking for those. 15 players he could be your 16 player off the bench you know there's gonna be more matches apart from um and rodrigo i love when you say that in the what you said in the past when Whoa. you say when he said Whoa. how in other leagues right you yeah. have the cup you have the champions League, you have like a bunch of tournaments and obviously your your teams are i mean literally liverpool or lafc you know has a stag team that could probably compete in all the Things like uh, England is placing, you know, like FA Cups, Caravan Cups or whatever. But right now they're just fighting for that, for the title, bro. If they don't win it. I don't know what the hell is going to happen. But um, now you're going to have the U.S. Open Cup, which, you know, it's obviously back this year as well. But then you add the uh, the uh, – what is it? The um, League Champions Cups, Cup? League Cup? Leagues Cup. League Cup. League Cup. Yeah. yeah so now you you're adding a couple more tournaments a part you know obviously there's going to be a free friendly 79 then so yeah the depth is helpful and I don't mind having memo as like the 16 player you know in case I need them for for a US Open Cup um but at the same time I feel bad for him cuz he's probably not feeling like he is getting uh you know from Houston and he may need a new air uh then you have Daniel is another guy out of contract, new baby. Do we fire him or not? I, I mean, I'm pretty <laughs> sure they're trying to. They're going to try to the, the way that he's been playing lately. I think they'll re, re, renegotiate another contract. There you go. There you go. Big word. Trying to get it out. Trying to get it out. Um, then we have static Valentin, which <laughs> we did not see him for like what eight, six months or something like that. Yeah. Um, he came in and he played well. I mean, he's not. We know he what he is. You know, he's a He's a right, a positional right back. Um, good defensively. He has a good passing range, but that's about it. And I don't know if exactly that's you know, and it's not what Nagamura wants to use. You know, you mentioned the fact of trying to get players on the right and left back that can go up and down the entire game, and um, that's definitely something maybe Sadek is not that's something he can do. But he can definitely slot in into the center back position, and those sorts of guys currently they're sitting in the uh basically the free agent free agent list when the season ends so um we know kind of the poll what it looks like and and uh we we need like a big overhaul for sure i think you can't keep a lot of this list needs to go for us to kind of you know get new blood in and uh and get a just a more competitive blood in
2: blood out team.
1: No now kidding bro I feel
2: like i, I feel like i feel like fans would want Like, all of those guys gone. But realistically, that's not going to happen. You know, just because we need players more than anything. And even though they're not the best, I feel like for the most part, they help the team a lot. But, you know, like, just in general. So, yeah, it it starts that, you know, and I feel like you you would keep maybe one or two experienced players, like older players, and then you're just going to keep maybe – one or two young players, yeah, um, because obviously you know in this sport more than anything, age it's really the the biggest thing, you know, and if you have a twenty four year old player, you know you're probably gonna keep him one more year, just see if he can improve, but well,
1: and that's I was just gonna say, and then obviously you have Dynamo Dose. So like there's a couple of players that are, you know, seeing a lot of minutes there. Uh Mike Mikael Silva, you know, came in a couple of games back and he did pretty dang well. So that's He's another sort of guy, you know, young guy, not getting paid a lot of money. Uh it, he could definitely, you know, take take over one of those central defender. Spots. Not, I'm not saying starting, you know, people are going to be like, oh, my God, you would be starting. No. Like, you just want them <laughs> on the team sheet, you know? Yeah. You want them to train with the first team, you know, day in, day out. And I think he's going to be – he could be a solid uh, back for us in the future. Young guy.
0: Yeah. B- yeah, build him and Ethan Barlow side by side.
1: Exactly. Exactly. I mean, why not? And then, obviously, you hope for, like, players like, uh, you know, Juan Castilla, for Brooklyn Reigns, for Palomino to – and you don't just throw them out there because, you know, I think that's one thing that in the past, you know, we mentioned how top Ramos was this, you know, youth guru, but eventually he started to play for his job. So he couldn't really play the young guys. And when he did like, you just throw them for a minute. What's the point of that? You know, what's the point of get? Yeah. Okay. They did. It was their debut, but they didn't even touch the ball once. I mean, it's kind of, and we never saw them again. And I think, Mm -hmm. As much as, you know, people are like, well, let's see, those are doing good, throw them out there. I don't think that's the point because we've seen how there is like a big step and even some of the guys there should get their chance seem to even struggle. It's not like they're like amazing the whole 90 minutes for those. And, you know, to for you to kind of win more minutes, like Avila was, right? Avila was playing, you know, really well the first, what, six, seven games of the season. The whole 90 minutes, Scoring a crap load of goals, I think he's still probably, our, you know, our top scorer and he hasn't played in or he missed a bunch of games altogether. But you need players like that. You need players that can play a good amount of minutes and can, you know, slowly get minutes with the first team. And and that's that's the way you develop players. You just don't throw them out there. Salir <laughs> <laughs> You, you don't uh just throw people out there because then it's you burn them, man. You burn you burn those players.
0: But it's true, It's true though. I no, I was just thinking while you were talking about those. I was thinking of some players. I mean, Castilla and Brooklyn Reigns are probably the maybe Brooklyn Reigns is gonna be quicker to get to the first team than Castilla, but I think they're they're pretty similar to like an HH and Coco. I think they kind of play the same role. Uh, Castilla is more like a Darwin, Seren, Darwin Vera. Darwin Vera. Uh, yeah. You know, Vera. The, the Vera yeah. guy. Mati Vera. Yeah, I but Mati I could Vera.
1: see yeah, Brooklyn at times has dropped. You know, when we saw yeah. him play mm-hmm. in the U.S. Yeah. Open Cup, he would play like the defensive midfield. Sure. And, the, I mean, for how young the guy is, I mean, he uses his body well to, you know, shield He's the, ball and, He's and the ball and win the ball. So he could be I mean, sure I mean we don't know, but he maybe could be the six that we're missing, right? And it'd be great because it's a it's a easy contract to pick up.
0: Also, I know LaFleur from Dynamo Dos, he plays out like a like a left back, um and like a left mid. So I mean I don't know. And and those like him, he's he's kinda of older, he's like twenty two. So he's at he's at an age where you know. You either you know you kind of have to start showing off, you know, like you have to be moving up slowly to the first team, and then you have uh, I'm blanking out of his name, but the striker.
1: Pabendoi. Uh,
0: no, no, the other one. Uh, Ed- the, the one with just got. Edwards. Kyle Edwards, but I mean, I think we're good with like I like Sebas and Thor. I like the combination. I I like the fact that we have a, a like a starting number nine. And what could be a backup number nine and Thor? I think Thor. We haven't played him in his, in his position. Sorry, and he has done well uh, as a as a winger. But I think he would be. I don't know if he would be stronger, but I think I think he would be stronger as a number nine. I think he's more of a box guy. I think he has the body, the, the speed. I mean, we saw he did a little tricks here and there, he, like he has good leg like, movement when it comes to to the to attacking one on one uh obviously he needs more time more experience he's still a young guy but i think he could you know he could turn into like something like a christian ramirez in a way but yeah. maybe christian ramirez wasn't as skillful with the ball in his feet he was more like uh he was more skillful in the, he like in the air he was a finisher the, yeah and like the yeah in the last touch but i think thor like sebas They can kind of create their own chances, yeah. which is what you want from a number nine. Not only a guy that needs somebody to service them, but a guy that can create their own chances. And I think Thor has the ability. I mean, we've seen it, that goal that he scored against, I think, LA Galaxy. I mean, it was a banger, you know, the little bicicletas. Uh, And then scoring that with his left foot, he can hit it with both legs. I mean, he 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 can you know he'll he'll probably get like somewhat of a rookie of a season at least from the team, you know. But I think the Dynamo still has a lot of players that need to develop more. Yeah. But I think you know if we can get a couple of guys, you know, we already mentioned Castilla and,
1: and I think we've I think seen we'll, obviously we'll like good. players come in and out. So it's not and and you know we mentioned that or I think uh, I believe it was actually Dustin that asked you know Nagamura relating that. And when we were there last game and he basically said how they can, he can only have those guys four times out of the, you know, four times throughout the season. So this basically, you're kind of, you know, it's definitely a math math game. But Rodrigo, we'll start to kind of move towards the close, the closing of this, but my, this is what I was going to tell you, man. Um, You know, the whole playing the kids, we only have eight games left, I think, right? Eight games
0: don't play the
1: kids. No, don't play the kids yet. But I was <laughs> gonna say, uh, did you, I don't know if you were able to listen to Asher? Um, at, was last week. Um, talking about it wasn't all that great. Man, he gives me Matt Jordan bias sometimes, and I don't like that. I don't know, yeah. maybe he's a PTSD over here. But uh, <laughs> but one thing that he can basically because he he beats around the bush. You know, he doesn't answer the questions. Unlike Pat onset, he's very direct. But he was asked, and this is where I'm going. Like, not don't it's not about what he said, it's more about your 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 opinion on this. But you know, obviously we have about eight games left. Um mathematically we're still in the playoff run or trying to make it in. Uh once we get disqualified, obviously, uh Oops. from trying to get the I mean it's it's a win, right? It's not if. <laughs> and uh I do expect for some of the young guys to play but my question is like People have to be playing for their jobs. Would you say that, Rodrigo? Would you think that, you know, the remainder of the season, which we all know is going to end in October, which is really depressing because I have so much cool dynamo gear for the winter that I never wear at a stadium for God's sakes. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, your just thoughts on that, man. You think like players are are really just playing for their job? I
2: think. That's been decided already. I feel like Nagamura going into the last games of the season, what I would want him to see is have, and I'm sure he does, a notebook where he has all the players that he plans to keep for next year and what he prefer, you know, starting roles would be. I feel like he should just play those guys more. I feel like he should try to unify that team more. So once he's able to get the players he wants, he's just kind of plugging in. Players. I feel at this point, you know, if you want to go with a young center back like Bartlow and partner up with Parker, I feel, or, you know, teenage or whoever it is, I feel like that should be, as long as everybody's healthy, that should be your starting center backs. Have them build, you know, a better relationship the last couple of games or whatever it would be. And that's just for everybody, you know, even at Reda, because if I was going to the World Cup, yes it's going to be pointless for him to be out there but at the same time he still needs to get be in rhythm um and that's just the thing that kind of sucks about this because the world cup is literally you know um middle of november and dynamo is going to be out like you said in october or so so (laughs) it's a whole month without doing anything so like what what players what are players like him going to do are they just going to go and like hey can i go train with fc dallas <laughs> <laughs> right. you know like you what, what do you do like at this point you know everybody i'm sure plan their vacations out gotta spend time with their new newborns um, yeah
1: and uh i guess for sure to uh, yeah, uh, i just wanted to clarify though isaiah lafleur is actually 19 years old so he he's actually pretty okay, so he's, he's a young guy young. and he he looks like he's talented D- and there's a lot of guys that have been trickling in like him Obviously, they picked up, what is it, that, that Mexican kid from Club America. Oh, no, true, true. Rios. We haven't even yeah. talked or seen anything about Nelson Qui- Quiñones, which, you know, true. people were. So there's a yeah. lot of pieces that are kind of coming in, yeah. whether, you know, they're waiting probably for for work pieces or whatever the case is. And, so, you know, those guys also need some, you know, to start getting some minutes. Rodrigo, what's up?
2: No, I was going to say the only player I feel like he deserved to get some minutes and if he's going to be part of next year, it would show would be Palomino. I mean, I think he's been playing great with those. I know they have a high chance of going to the playoffs or will be in the playoffs for this. Christian
1: loves Palomino.
2: <clears throat> but I feel like he's been one of the better players, more consistent players on the those team. And yeah, I, I feel think like he'll get his chance. I, I get, you know, like Kirsten over here might, might not be a, a fan of Palomino, but I feel like if we get rid of him, He's mostly gonna go and start another team, and is gonna have a breakout season. Where yeah. people are gonna be like, "Well, and that's know, the thing, we should have kept them."
1: We saw him do very well in char, like playing in Charlotte, you know, like Independence. Here in Dynamo, those, like I said, he's one of those that he plays most of the game, if not, you know, seventy minutes of each game. But he does seem to kind of struggle in the position that he needs to play. So it may be development time. I mean, the guy is what 20. I think he just turned 21. So, you know, there's not a lot of people that he can kick out of the first team. That's why we don't see him often. You know, I think you have obviously Coco, HH, uh, Quintero. Like they play that that similar, you know, roles per se. But you're eventually going to have to kick him out. I agree. Because it's because either, either you like... give him, if he doesn't get an opportunity by the end of the season, then he's not going to be here next year.
2: Like give you a and He's not, and he's going to go start at an actual, you know, another team. Yeah. Just because if he's playing well with the other team and we you know that he can do better in the professional level. Yeah. Yeah, I can definitely see him being picked up by somebody else. Yeah. And then, I, you I know, agree. I'm sure we're going to have one of those things. That, oh, we, we had that player in our, you know, we don't know what we're doing. Yeah,
1: but for sure. For sure. I
2: don't know. I feel like you, you got to give him a chance. And if he just doesn't do anything then you know there but i feel like the first our first team has to give them a chance yeah other than that you know might as well go to another first team and yeah i think you can't be successful players
1: like him it's like you can't have them in training wheels anymore because you already gave them the opportunity to be loaned out they played well in a team playing a lot of minutes you know in the usl and whether they're struggling and you know in the mls pro or whatever. You still need to give them that opportunity. If it doesn't work out here, then it's time to move on. And that should be the the option that you give to all the guys, for sure. Christian, without further ado, I know you probably yeah. want to say something before we close out. So feel no, free. No, no, we, we're, huh? good, we're good.
0: We're good.
1: <laughs> all right, man. So, okay, I'll
0: save it for next time.
1: All right. If you want to tell the people how they can connect with us, man, because I complained yeah, about this episode.
0: <laughs> no, for sure. Uh, you can always get at us at Dynamo Theory uh, on Instagram, Twitter, and you can go to DynamoTheory.com for everything there. Uh, you can find Rudy at Rudy Segura03. You can find Rodrigo at Rodrigo Segura1 because he's a goalkeeper and he wears number one on his back. There you
2: zero go. Zero one. Zero uh, one. Did you
0: so change one. it or what?
2: No, <laughs> that's what it's um, always been. <laughs> so no, you said, right. you said it right. You said it right.
0: I said it right? Yeah. I'm no, so lost. He said
2: one. I saw it said zero
1: one. one. He said zero one i swear to
2: god replay but anyway
0: okay let's go rudy segura three and rodrigo segura zero one there you go and you can find me at chris putaleas no numbers and uh yeah just everything and anything man uh houston dynamo dynamo theory.com for everything that you may want to seek find and I know uh, I just want to give a quick shout out to the Dash because they're a bunch of thugs, Yes. especially that one girl, Salmon. She's been scoring left and right. So shout out to Salmon.
1: And I do want to let uh, Finister, whenever you listen to this, you may have already find out, but they actually are not undefeated anymore. So you tweeted something out like after they lost this weekend. But, you know, just
2: FYI. Rodrigo.
0: Shout out Finister.
2: And with that, since we're all back, thank you, Houston Dynamo fans, for listening. And remember to always hold it down and keep it forever orange.
1: Where's Astro? I missed him today.
2: I, I had
0: to lock him up. Oh, <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> <laughs>